When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight, The Ellen Show responds after getting called out for a toxic work culture. I hope I've gotten nicer. And a reality star found unresponsive. An update on Tamar Braxton. Then, why the changes at Dancing with the Stars left Judge Carrie Ann Inaba in tears. I cried when I heard the news. Plus, a surprise royal wedding. How William and Harry's cousin pulled off secret I do's. And Josh Gad's cast reunion confessions. The star who crushed his quarantine dream. I got a flat no from his agents before I could even go to him. Hello and welcome. Ellen DeGeneres is under fire again after more co-workers from her show have stepped forward with accusations of a toxic work environment. I think that I was a nice person to begin with and I hope I've gotten nicer. I don't think you achieve anything by bullying people. I think we help a lot of people. I love making people happy and making people feel good, but it is who I am, you know, innately. Is Ellen's culture of kindness just for cameras? We bought you a house. That's the claim of some staffers in this new BuzzFeed article, which contains interviews with one current and 10 former employees of The Ellen DeGeneres Show, all of whom asked to remain anonymous. According to the article, some said they were fired after taking medical leave or bereavement days. Another said she walked off the job because she was fed up with comments about her race. And others, according to BuzzFeed, said they were instructed by managers, quote, to not speak to DeGeneres if they saw her around the office. The show's executive producers responded in a statement to ET today, quote, the day-to-day responsibility of the Ellen show is completely on us. We have strived to create an open, safe, and inclusive work environment. We are truly heartbroken to learn that even one person in our production family has had a negative experience. We are committed to do better. If you're on daytime television every single day, I think it's really important to feel like there's someone that that uh, makes you feel like a pal, like a friend. Back in 2011, Ellen seemed to poke fun at her image in this funny face-off with Kimmel. Your skin is so smooth and soft. It looks like it would be like a newborn dolphin or something. Somebody get me some water. Oh, 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 please get Miss DeGeneres some water immediately. This is for Jimmy. I'm just so worried about you getting dehydrated. I worry about you so much sometimes. And when Ellen got her own TV show in the early 90s, she joked to us about being too nice. I'm learning. I'm going to a, a, a school right now. Like, how about this? Hey, you'll do what I say or else. That's just new. I mean, I'm just getting used to it. I'm, you know, I'm just starting. Meanwhile, Ellen has solid support from this couple, her friend and DJ Twitch and his wife, Allison, a familiar face on the show. You know, in, in recent months, her character has been called into question. What do you say to those critics? Uh, I don't say nothing. I don't say nothing to them, really, because I don't know who any of them are. I don't know if she knows who any of them are. She's up in a high place, and people love to take cracks when they got time. I mean, we always try to tear people that are on yeah. top down. Yeah. 
Okay, let's move on to troubling news about TV personality and R&B singer Tamar Braxton. She is under medical supervision after a possible suicide attempt. I'm not playing Russian roulette with my life anymore, period. The drama-filled trailer for Tamar's new show, Get Your Life, dropped yesterday. I've been feeling choked. About nine hours later, Tamar was transported to a hospital after being found unconscious at a downtown L.A. hotel. Tamar had recently been venting on social media about WeTV. She added slave to her Twitter name and earlier this week wrote, are we going to talk about pay? 10 years on the air. We make 75% less than the Kardashians. How come there are no villains on that show? And that's what happens when it's all white executives having all the power. I will get justice for my family. Do I have to be an angry black woman? We spoke to the 43-year-old in May. She, along with boyfriend David and her seven-year-old son Logan, seemed excited about the future. I am just in a really, really happy, good place. I'm one of those women that, you know, we never give up. We do whatever it takes. It's like everything is hard, but nothing is too hard. We figure it out. Tamar is reportedly in stable condition. Meanwhile, Nick Cannon has fans worried after some alarming tweets. They're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. After apologizing for his anti-Semitic remarks, Nick posted a photo with Rabbi Abraham Cooper. The comment section exploded with comments like, why you folding? And shouldn't be apologizing for the truth. A couple of hours later, Cannon responded to his critics writing, I hurt an entire community and it pained me to my core. I thought it couldn't get any worse. Then I watched my own community turn on me and call me a sellout for apologizing. Good night, enjoy Earth. Earlier this week, Viacom CBS parted ways with Nick after 22 years. He still has his job hosting Fox's The Masked Singer, but his new talk show that was supposed to premiere in September is now pushed to the fall of 2021. Well, let's talk Dancing with the Stars now. OG judge Carrie Ananaba is speaking out about the big ballroom shakeups, and that kicks off tonight's Know and Tell. It was so sudden. I feel like it was just such sudden news, and my heart breaks for Tom and Aaron. Oh, God. On Tuesday's upcoming episode of The Talk at Home, the dancing judge shared her shock over losing the co-host. She shared the stage with Tom for 15 years. I cried when I heard the news, um, as well as I think a lot of our fans did. But Carrie is excited for Tyra, who's not only hosting next season, she's Carrie's new boss. We're doing all this crazy stuff, taking it to the next level, but you need to get ready, because it's going to be different. She's like a visionary. She's a strong, powerful woman. I think we're in good hands. It's different. The fans are going to have to get used to it. I understand that, but I think we should welcome her. Next, a surprise royal wedding. Today, Prince William and Harry's cousin, Princess Beatrice, tied the knot with Italian property developer Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi in Windsor, near the castle where Meghan and Harry married. The nuptials taking place 17 weeks after COVID-19 postponed their original ceremony. Check out the new photos of the Queen and Prince Philip smiling as they left the Secret Service. The bride's father, Prince Andrew, also seen driving away beaming. The ceremony was held inside this chapel near where Andrew and his ex, Fergie, had been staying. It's unclear which other family members attended, but only 30 people are allowed to gather per England's safety guidelines. And finally, is COVID-recovered bachelor Colton now dating Lucy Hale? I put a lot of pressure on our relationship. I was overcompensating and trying too hard. It's been seven weeks since Colton announced his breakup with Cassie Randolph, who nursed him through illness. 
and it looks like the 28-year-old has moved on with the 31-year-old Pretty Little Liar star. On Wednesday, the same day Lucy and Colton were seen hiking together, she told us this. I'm on like a dating site now and I've still never met up with any of them because I'm too nervous. It's, I feel more single than ever, but it's fine. Reps wouldn't comment, but Lucy's an admitted fan of Underwood and no pressure, Colton, but listen up. The only way I'm gonna date someone next is if they make my life better, because I'm so happy right now being having my own routine it's nice there's so many insecure men out there and it's i can't do that i've dated that don't want that just be a good person it's very simple what i'm looking for but that's hard the simple qualities are actually harder to find nothing wrong with a little summer loving well let's turn to our friend josh gad now he's worked with some pretty cool people including Kristen bell who just made a bold move in the fight for equality in hollywood Central Park and Kristen deciding to step down and give the voice of Molly to an African-American actress. Your thoughts when you heard that? I could not love Kristen Bell more than I already uh, knew I loved her because it wasn't even a discussion. It was just a, this is what we're gonna all do to, collectively to uh, make sure that we get this right. To answer your question? Ah, you kind of kissed my eye. In terms of finding the person to replace Kristen as Molly. We've been immersed already in listening to some very well-known people, some not well-known people. Josh is definitely busy this summer. Not only is he looking to add more diversity to Central Park, he also just dropped season two of a serial drama podcast, Blood Ties. It debuted at number one on Apple Podcasts. Think of it as true crime, but fake. Dad? I need your help. Admittedly, I'm late to the party. Oh my God. I've yeah. only listened to the first two episodes and I'm so in. Yeah, it's, it's addictive. And for me, it was such a great opportunity to tell a story with nothing but our voices that, that rivets you and brings you in. So it's it's been such a thrill to be a part of. Of course, we also love Josh's series, Reunited Apart. He's helped raise 1.3 million for charity, but I wanted to know. Was there a cast that you really, really wanted that you just weren't able to make happen? Yeah, I've been public about it, coming to America. No journey is still great when one finds what he seeks. I wanted Eddie Murphy so badly, mm -hmm. and it's like I got a flat no from his agents before I could even go to him. Oh! Come on, Eddie. Let's get to a place of yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's clear Hollywood can't say no to celebrating the happiest place on earth. I like to play dress up. Disneyland turns 65. Coronavirus may have closed the park. We're celebrating with celeb flashbacks. I was here for the uh, premiere of Captain EO in 1985. Is that still going on? I don't know. <laughs> then, you are a warrior. Meet the stars of Netflix's binge-worthy new fantasy series, Cursed. This was such an epic and grand scale. And Dakota Fanning on her very first role. I always wanted to be an actress. I honestly remember it like it was yesterday. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. What has Henry Cavill been doing during the quarantine? Believe it or not, building a gaming computer. So beautiful. 
And hey, the computer's not bad either. But Henry and his bulging biceps won't have much free time soon. He's going to get back to shooting his show The Witcher. Production will resume one month from today after halting because of the pandemic. Meanwhile, though, Netflix has a new series that's giving us major Witcher vibes. It just started streaming today, and it's called Curse. You are not some fragile maid. You are a warrior. Being a heroine, it felt very inspiring. The fantasy world, packed with magic and lots of action, will fill your Witcher and Game of Thrones cravings. 13 Reasons Why's Catherine Langford is the Lady of the Lake, Devin Terrell is Arthur, and Alexander Skarsgård's brother Gustav is Merlin. To place a woman at the epicenter of this legendary tale, it just feels so timely. I wondered what you think of the show debuting right now in the climate that we're in. You have people of color, you have a woman uh, grabbing the sword. I loved Harry Potter, loved Lord of the Rings, but I never quite saw myself in those worlds. It's so important that fantasy becomes more inclusive. I have no magic. That's what the sword took from me. You're playing Merlin, but with a twist. Yeah, we've seen him young, we've seen him old. Never seen him drunk and without magic before. And I think that's a fun take on it. Cursed, streaming now on Netflix, filmed for 10 months straight in the UK, and the actors trained for four weeks beforehand. When I was first trying out swords, the armor was handing me like, okay, so this is Russell Crowe's sword from this thing, and this is Chris Pine's from this thing, and this is Timothy Chalamet's, and went like, oh, like, one day someone's gonna be like, oh, this is like Catherine's sword, like a woman's sword. Catherine? You've inspired me. And we have more TV news that's not about swords, but secrets from the most watched show on cable. Not exactly as I told you to say it. Understood? Understood. We're with Kevin Costner's TV son. Why life on the Yellowstone set is even wilder than it looks. Does that ever get intimidating with you on set? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> then celebrating 65 years of Disneyland. I love Disneyland. <laughs> our favorite celeb moments inside the legendary park. Disney has marked great periods in my life. Now to the rugged cowboys on the popular drama Yellowstone, Kevin Costner, clearly not the only one bringing the heat. There's also his TV son. I won't betray you. You have my word. I'm about to find out what that's worth. The patriarch of this family is, of course, Kevin Costner. Your dad in the show, he's boss man. So does that ever get intimidating with you on set? Absolutely. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous to meet him the first time, but he's such a, a sweet person. And he told everyone on the first day, came out and said, look, I'm nervous. I know you're nervous probably too. I'm nervous too. I don't know what I'm doing yet. So let's all figure this out together. That's right, we're getting some Costner slash Yellowstone set secrets from one of its two TV sons. Now I see something in the background that I think old Kevin would like, that guitar there. Does he ever pick up a guitar and play and sing with you guys on set? Yeah, he has a, a, a up at the ranch where we shoot uh -huh. and we'll all go down there and he'll play. Sometimes he has his bandmates and they all play, set up a circle and we all just hang out and listen. Yellowstone continues to be the most-watched cable show of the year, with over 6 million viewers Sunday nights on the Paramount Network. Trust me. And if you think you've seen 41-year-old Wes before, you're right. He starred opposite Jennifer Lawrence in The Hunger Games, in Mission Impossible Fallout with Tom Cruise, and shared screen time with Lady Gaga in American Horror Story Hotel. Mm, he's 
Very handsome. I got, I got really close to her and she's amazing. She's one of those people like Tom Cruise, who I worked with as well, who you meet them and there's an energy that's different from anything else you've ever been around. Another star whose energy caught our eye way back when she was just a little girl, Dakota Fanning, and we have the interview to prove it. Delia, do you remember what happened? Daddy was taking me to Shelly's house and this car hit us really fast. What would you tell six-year-old Dakota on set for the first time? Well, I honestly remember it like it was yesterday. You know, they gave me all the all the props to take home and play with, and I literally thought it was Christmas Day. Can you believe it's been 20 years since Dakota's acting debut on ER? She sounded all grown up in her first E.T. interview. I always wanted to be an actress. Now 26, Dakota, along with Luke Evans and Daniel Bruel, is back for season two of The Alienist, which airs Sunday on TNT. Dakota's a detective trying to solve a baby's kidnapping. We must see and not be seen. Why did you want to get the gang back together? The three of us really became close and get along so well, so it was another excuse to spend time together and, um, and, and get to continue this story. It's like an endless treasure, that, that, that show. Next up for Luke, he's headed down under to star with Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy in Nine Perfect Strangers from the writer of Big Little Lies. We're going to have a very intimate uh, five months in Australia um, once we've done our quarantine. I think it's going to be a really fun experience. Well, you can call a day at Disneyland a fun experience, too. The historic theme park turns 65 today. And while the pandemic has postponed the festivities, for now, E.T. has been there to celebrate some iconic Hollywood moments at the happiest place on Earth. It's a world of laughter, a world of... 65 years after the Magic Kingdom first welcomed visitors in 1955... Right here. Disneyland. E.T. is looking back at some of our most memorable moments inside the legendary park. Hi. That's a nine-year-old Drew Barrymore fresh off that other E.T. during Disney's 30th anniversary. I'll do anything to be a part of Disneyland. Disney has marked great periods in my life. Christina. I like to play dress up. Nick plays along with it because he's like, okay. In 2013, E.T. was there for Mariah and Nick's Cinderella moment. <laughs> Renewing their vows with then two-year-old twins Rock and Row. We are dancing and spinning our way through Dancing with the Stars in Disneyland. Woohoo! This is a dream come true. This is a fantasy moment. Get up! Just last summer, E.T. hosted from Disneyland for the jam-packed launch of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. One month earlier... We watched the Avengers become real-life heroes when they surprised a group of young fans with gifts. And they're like, who are you? And it's like, Thor. They're like, where's the hammer and the long hair and the outfit? Many Disney films also use the park's backdrop to promote their movies. A friendship will never die. My daughter, who was in her 30s, realized that some version of her dad is going to be at Disneyland for the rest of eternity. In 2015, George shared a kiss with then-newlywed Amal at the premiere of Tomorrowland. When's the last time you've been to Disneyland? A long time ago. I was here for the uh, premiere of Captain EO in 1985. Does that count for something? <laughs> Lord George. <laughs> is that still going on? I don't know. I, uh... I just love George Clooney so much. All right, coming up. 
Candace Cameron Bure gives back the sweet way she's making these kids smile during the pandemic. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We're going to leave you with a story tonight that will touch your heart. We joined Candace Cameron Bure as she teamed up with the Lollipop Theater to do a special reading for children who are fighting life-threatening illnesses across the entire country. How are you guys? Hi. Good. You're so sweet with them. They just love you. It was so much fun. I love reading to kids. And soon, little plants began to bloom. There's so many blessings in life and I just wanna do whatever I can to give back. When you have a child that is sick, that is suffering, that is going through hardships, you wanna do whatever you can. So I hope they enjoy it as much as I love doing it. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.